The first overall selection in the 2018 NHL Draft belongs to the Buffalo Sabres. I, it was meant to be, clearly, but I had also seen that up until, when, once the time to pick the first pick came around, Ottawa overtook us for the best odds yeah. in terms of number combinations. Mm -hmm. So that was a little spooky, but yeah, we, we defied all four. odds. We could have been picking four. Well, we mm -hmm. still would have gotten the third pick anyways, so it doesn't matter. But So you know. the, the, the energy in the room, the electricity in the room I was in, you could cut it with a knife. It was comparable to the Bills clinching the playoffs this year. It was it was that it was that remarkable how, how I, amped we all were. I wasn't able to watch it live. Mm -hmm. You see, I was at oh, work boy. and I was cashing a customer out, mm -hmm. and he was wearing a Mikhail Grigorenko jersey. And like, oh jeez! Yeah. So, buddy, uh, how's the draft lottery going? You know the results? And he's like, Yeah, they're they're actually in the top three. And I screamed. Yeah. I could have done like ten backflips. I've never attempted a backflip, but I'm sure in that moment of time I would have been able to do a backflip. I was. I couldn't believe it. He told me, yeah, Buffalo's in the top three, uh, Montreal, and he said another Canadian team. Montreal. And I'm like, no. No. Was it Edmonton? He's like, it might have been, but no. no, he was wrong. It was, Car it was uh, Carolina. So then about like two, two and a half hours later, I keep going to the bathroom and check my phone just to see, oh, man, did, did we get it? Did we get the number one pick? And I'm just trying to like keep my expectations down. Like, wow, you know, I'm really happy right now, but if we get like third, I'm going to be really disappointed. Mm -hmm. So... So we were doing the old hold my hand brother thing and with our heads down. So I was holding my, my buddy's hand and they announced the third pick and we're like, oh, oh okay, okay. It was second. It, it, it was Montreal. I want to call him Montreal from now on. But then we get that golden card and it's like, oh, and we, we, we exploded. Hands into the air, high fives all around. And so then finally, I, in my pocket, I feel my phone start to buzz. Mm -hmm. It's going off the chain. I'm like, oh, did did it? Did this just happen? So I go into the cooler, and I take a peek, and I see we get a notification from the charging Buffalo Twitter. Yes, number one, and I lost it. Mm -hmm. I ran out of that cooler. I jumped at least seven or eight feet, at least. I jumped into the air. I fist pumped and I screamed at the top of my lungs. Yes, finally. And then my manager yelled at me. She's like, what? Joe, you got to be quiet. Are I'm you like, serious? You don't know the circumstances That's here. Because I'm not allowed to be on my phone at work, but, uh, you know, I yeah, couldn't, well, I mean, I couldn't yeah. say. But So then I go to the bathroom, and I just kind of sit down, and I, I had a moment. Tears of joy. It was the happiest moment 
as a Sabres fan since Jack Eichel put on that Buffalo Sabres jersey for the first time. We all had a moment. We all had a moment. And I'm looking at this elite prospect screen. Look at those rankings. Bureaus of, of intelligence, if you will, and on Straight prospects. across the board, number one. The Not five guilds, all number one. All number one. We are getting a phenom. The best defenseman prospect since 1973, mm-hmm. Dennis Potvin. We are getting... Well, I hope he doesn't turn out like Dennis Potvin, but... Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> but... Oh, well, maybe we're getting the best defenseman of all time. Well, wait, was Potvin good? Well... Felix Potvin was good. I... For a little bit. I don't know. That was yeah. before my time. Anyhow. So. Anywho. I, uh, I know he was a good defenseman in his day. Just say that. Rasmus Dahlin, a phenom on the blue line. And he's a Buffalo Sabre. Rasmus Cubed. I put this on the Charging Buffalo Instagram story yesterday. How many teams can say that they have a franchise centerman and a franchise defenseman? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Tampa Bay. Maybe. Maybe L.A. if you consider Andre Kopitar a franchise center. I, I'd say that, yeah. But that's, that's it, really. Right? Yeah, I'd say so. Mm-hmm. None in Chicago. Now Buffalo's, Buffalo's one of them. Yeah. Oh yeah, Chicago. If you would, well, at one what about point, Toronto? At one point, Duncan Keith was considered a franchise defenseman, but not, I wouldn't say that anymore. Toronto How? doesn't have franchise defensemen. You don't think so? No. You don't think Riley or Gardner no. is that dude? No. Okay. Franchise defense. That's like Eric Carlson, Drew Doughty. That's it. There's not many franchise defensemen out there nowadays. All right. But Rasmus Dahlin, you're getting that. I, I still hasn't sunk in to me that we are getting this guy. And you know what? Throw the whole trade talk out the window, because Jason Bottrell made it clear there are 31 teams who yes, want this 31 guy. 31 teams that would want this guy yeah. playing for the team. He wouldn't say that they're going to pick Darlene, but they're going to. Mm-hmm. He, they can't say. No team ever says, oh, yeah, we're picking this guy. They want they want to have their moment up on the stage, have the kid come up, with, put the sweater on, and it's going to be great. Maybe I'll fly down in Dallas for <laughs> June 22nd. Who knows? It's going to be a great time. But, yeah, they're getting that guy. He can do it all. He can defend well. He can join the attack. He's a great skater. Not the greatest shot, but, you know, that will come in time. How ironic is it that all of the Sabres' wrongs in the lottery draft are going to be corrected and justified in Dallas, of yes, all places? Yes, in Dallas. They take our cup. Yep. We take, we take their prospect. Their that? number one defenseman prospect, arguably, of all time. Mm-hmm. My goodness. He's not even going to be a prospect. He's going to jump right in. Oh, he's going to jump right in. He's going to play in the top four. He probably won't be getting 30 minutes a night right off the bat, but by the end of the season, I think Rasmus Dahlin is going to be the go-to guy on that blue line. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And maybe they they put him with Ristolainen right away. I doubt it. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they put him with, like, I don't know, Bogosian. Maybe maybe they do put him with Bogosian. What about Gouli? I think Bogosian can flourish with a guy like Darlene. But Darlene, he can play the right side, too. He's a left-hand shot that can play the right side. Well, you so could that's good. put me on the list of people getting his jersey the day it comes out. Oh, yeah. I already I have, mm-hmm. I have got the two Adidas jerseys right when they came out, blank. Yeah. And I'm just getting them customized. I got Middlestad on the blue one. I'm going to get Darlene on the white one. Mm-hmm. And then I have a Winter Classic one with Eichel. So the big three. We got the big three now. Yeah. Darlene, Middlestat, and Eichel. Mm-hmm. That's that's amazing. Now I'm not I'm not ready to say this thing's gonna be turned around next season. Oh, it's yeah. not. It's, it's not. not. There's still a long way to go, quite frankly. But this is this is a big step forward. Step this is right a direction. huge boost 
compared to a guy like I mean Zadina, Svechnikov, and Kachuk are great players, mm-hmm. but my goodness, this is huge compared to the disparity between because like the one how else are they going to get a defenseman like this? Mm-hmm. There's no way, right? Unless Carlson, Dowdy, or Ekman Larson decide to sign here next summer. It's great that it's a defenseman, too. Yeah. Because this is exactly what we need. Mm-hmm. And we, we actually won the pick. Yeah. And that it's is... not race. It's still rigged, people. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sick of hearing. Yeah, all the people saying it was rigged, rigged moments before. Is it still yeah. rigged? Not Buffalo won it? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, now we don't have to worry about taking Brady Kachuk second overall mm-hmm. anymore because mm-hmm. that was. Kind of a nightmare for me because I, I'm a big Andrei Svechnikov fan. Mm-hmm. You know, but I hope Svechnikov succeeds in Carolina. Mm-hmm. And Philip Zadina is going to be in the division, or Brady Kachuk, one of the two. No, both of them, probably, because right. Ottawa's got the fourth pick. They'll probably take either Zadina or Kachuk. I saw that Philip Zadina followed the Canadians today on Twitter. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, this is a great moment, great weekend for Buffalo sports. You know what? What if you hate, love, or hate Josh Allen? You know, they got their guy. Yeah, supposedly. Yeah, he was their number one guy. Mm-hmm. And the Sabers got their guy in Rasmus Dahlin. So mm-hmm. the franchise defenseman and maybe a franchise quarterback. But yeah. there's happy feelings in the air. There's always room to to cross over between the sports. I'd say when things are happy like this. So mm-hmm. great weekend. For Buffalo sports, I love. First thing Bottrell does is congratulate the Bills, yeah, on on their 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 good he draft, their outstanding. The, he draft. dedicated the uh, the draft lottery win to the fans too. Yeah, what a right. stand up guy. That's right. Got to feel for Tim Murray though. He's probably sitting, no! sitting on his couch. No, sitting on his couch. He's like, wow, what could have been? I don't feel for that guy at all. <laughs> I don't feel for him at all. He can stay on that couch with a bowl of chips. I don't care. <laughs> stay home. Oh, I thought Stay about, far away I thought about this uh, when Chuck Fletcher was fired because Murray and Fletcher are good friends, and mm-hmm. I bet that Fletcher is going to be a leading candidate for the Seattle job. Maybe Tim Murray becomes uh, Seattle's assistant GM or something in a few years. He'll be back in the game. Tim Murray looks like a disgraced businessman. <laughs> he just looks like that. That's his resting face. Yeah, we just loved him because he gave a good interview, but nope. Mm-hmm. Not we a good thought it would work. Interview. We thought it would work. Imagine what this team would look like right now if, I don't know, Bottrell was the GM in 2014. Would mm-hmm. we have Eichel, though? That's the thing. Would Bottrell have gone all the way and tanked so we would get Eichel? That's the real question. Who knows? And Who, who knows and who cares? Who, who cares? We who have cares? Eichel and Dahlien. It's, in the past. it's all good. Yeah. The past is the past. 17 days ago was Dahlien's birthday. Would you look at that? Yeah, he's 18. Huh? Yeah. 2000. And also, I feel old. Look at the Czech League. We're looking at uh, elite prospects right now, and the the, the number five scoring leader, Martin Urat. Martin, you Urat see that? <laughs> wow. 46 points in 49 games. I'm sure you could find some really interesting names when you look through there. Martin Urat for Phil Forsberg. Martin Urat. Hmm. Yeah, this year in the Swedish Hockey League, Dahlin had 20 points in 41 games, and I think don't quote me on this, but I think it's the most points for a draft-eligible defenseman in the Swedish Hockey League in history, something like that. And at the World Junior Championship, six points in seven games. Also played for the Olympics. He played in two games. Yeah, two games. He had one point. I don't think he's playing for the 
national team at the world championship though who would have thought a year ago watching this kid as a a 16 year old on the junior team he was amazing then too he was amazing then but who would have thought talking about nobody would have thought this team would he was drafting him he was a bit of a man of mystery in that world junior because he was he was on like the bottom pairing because he was so young and that you got benched in the gold medal game yeah maybe but who would have thought wasn't the gold medal game who would have thought bronze a year and some change later this kid is going to be a Buffalo Saber. That that was just playing with 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 boys almost three years his senior probably. That's just this is amazing. the the accolades that Rasmus Dahlin has mm-hmm. accomplished mm-hmm. in the past two seasons since 2016-17. So yes. Champions Hockey League champion. So I guess Forlunda won the Champions League. Mm-hmm. Uh, J20 Super Elite top most penalized player. Oh. So he's got a little bit of an edge to his game. And then this season, SHL most points by an under-18 player with 20. Swedish Junior Hockey Player of the Year. Under-20 World Junior Championship All-Star Team. Under-20 World Junior Championship Best Defenseman. U20 WJC Silver Medal. And then WJC Top 3 Player on his team. That is... Phenomenal. Yeah. This guy, the accolades that this guy's already accomplished in the Swedish Elite League is just mm. saying he he's has ours. A, he's ours. Saying he has an edge to his game is a very nice way to cover up that he takes penalties. Yes. <laughs> but it was in the the junior league though last yes. year. Yes. Yes. Remember, this guy's a man again. He's not going to be Johan Larson. No. It doesn't matter. No, he's not a goon like Johan. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was listening to WGR. I think it was yesterday. They had a guy who covered for Lunda in Sweden. He said that Dallin hit puberty oh, over last summer. Oh, my God. Over the summer. Oh, my God. So, you know, who knows? Maybe he'll get even bigger. The prepubescent guy. phenom. <laughs> yes. 6'2", 183. 6'2", Left-handed shot, can play the right side. That's and, good size for someone his age, I'd say, right? 183? Wow. Especially if How much do you weigh? Hit. I... I don't know how much I've I been to the doctor in a while, but that's more than me, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, especially considering he just hit puberty, maybe he'll have his growth spurt and he'll grow maybe an inch or two. But I'd say when it's all said and done, he should be in the two hundred pound range. I would mm-hmm. make that guess. But you want to talk more about Dolan here? Anything yes. Else? Uh, well, sorry, I'm shooting off a little text here, but I mean. It, it 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 cannot be overstated how huge this is. Terry Pagula must have breathed the biggest sigh of relief. Oh yes, because imagine all the people who mm-hmm. all the season ticket holders that mm-hmm. are going to renew now because Rasmus Dahlin is on here on the team. I can guarantee you one hundred percent. I would not have been nearly as excited if if I had anticipated getting Kachuk or one oh, of the other yeah, guys. Yeah, absolutely not. This is going to assure me that I watch every game next year, just like I did in Eichel's rookie year. I watched, I did, I missed probably two games. I'm going to do that again this mm-hmm. year. Viewership is going to be through the roof again for the Sabres. And Pagula is probably sorry he didn't raise season ticket prices now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Should have waited till after the draft. You know, it's right? not too late, but... Uh... You know, him saying that he can't go back on his word. It's not too late for them to bring out another package that increases it and mm-hmm. gives you extra amenities. But, uh, yeah. you know, you if know I what? was a season ticket holder on the fence mm-hmm. and we drafted Kachuk, I probably wouldn't renew. No. 
but getting Darlene and I'm on the fence, I'm probably going to renew. Just a little side note on the Sabres and the season tickets and stuff. The most Buffalo Sabre thing to do, everyone wants everyone wants more promotions and all this stuff and more giveaways. The most Sabre thing to do would be to offer giveaways, but they come at a price, and you got to have the VIP season ticket package. That is the most Sabre thing that the could most happen. Sabres-y thing of all that's time. not happening, so let, you know it just seems something to ponder. This guy's ours. Casey Middlestad is ours. Jack Eichel is ours. Mm-hmm. Rasmus Dahlin is ours. Yes, yes. We have this hot pool of young players. I mean, things overnight are looking up. We get rid of guys like Jordan Nolan. We get rid of Jordan guys. Nolan's gone. Josephson's gone. Jos- he left yeah, on his Josephson own attrition. signed a contract with Jure Gardens in the Swedish Hockey League, so he's gone. This is big. Yeah. A corner Take can be turned. Take out the trash. Mm-hmm. Take out the trash. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it will all be good. We get more experienced. I mean, okay, I always thought having experience was just a cliche, an old adage. But, man, after watching this team this year, experience and having real NHL players is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. You, like, it is big time for not finishing in the bottom. If we bring in a guy like Patrick Maroon or something, a guy who can actually play in the NHL still, doesn't have to be the fastest Grabner. guy. Michael Grabner will be huge. More speeds the lineup. I know Vanek's not the fastest thing anymore. But, but he's still a pure he scorer. He score 20, 25 goals. It would be huge. We just need guys. We need names well, on this Car- team. Carl Hagelin, Pittsburgh. You know, he's in the last year of his deal. He's a fast yeah. player. He can play up and down the lineup. Right. He, he's 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 played. He's, play. he's carried his own weight on teams, too. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. And I don't think you would have to give up a lot because he's got a pretty sizable cap hit for next year, but right. then he's a free agent. Right. And the Sabres should have a lot of cap space, especially considering George's is off the books, Kane's mm-hmm. off the books. Uh, you know, maybe they buy out Molson. Mm-hmm. You know, there's guys coming out. Yeah. Now... And you never know, they might trade O'Reilly or something, too. That right. There's even more cap space. Someone brought up trade O'Reilly for the third pick. I don't think Montreal <laughs> would trade the third pick. I don't. I Well, I don't know. It's Bergevin. Yeah, I think if Montreal is going to trade a first-round pick, it'll be for next year because they'll be banking on it. They'll be better. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. And then there's a talk about Rasmus Ristolainen potentially being traded. I don't think they're going to trade him. I really don't because that just opens up another hole in your top four. You see, with this all happening, the problem arises. Just how many Rasmuses can you fit on your roster? And there's two mm-hmm. more Rasm- two more Rasmuses that are in the potentially first-round picks this year. They're all Rasmus, right, yep. Rasmus Kapari and Rasmus mm-hmm. Sandin. And, yep. You know, I am probably Rasmus Sandin's biggest fan. He's probably one of my favorite players in the draft. I think I have him ranked at, like, number 19 or 20 right now. Mm-hmm. But I really want him. Another left-handed shot Rasmus to go on the Well, I'll, you got to personally by default because your mock drafts are going to be – automatically more accurate now when you yes. when you're looking at Rasmus where guys Dallin are going cuz it's going to be Rasmus Dallin to Buffalo so mm-hmm. you're you're a, that's a given right there he's ours he's ours he's ours he he's going to be here for 15 years now perhaps the discussion can shift to what number will what he number wear? well 8 is taken by Casey Nelson unless he decides to go to free agency yeah and i don't know if, if they like bury Matt Molson in Ontario again Mm-hmm. Is 26 available? I would assume so, but I think they're going to buy him out. But, yeah. I 62. 26. No. <laughs> 26 is a strange number for a defenseman. To it wear, is. Though. But, you know, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And we got a lot of uh, DMs on Instagram, people sending uh, custom Darlene jerseys, their Vanek and Molson jerseys, putting tape over the back, right? Mm-hmm. Darlene over the top. 
So I don't know. Fans are excited, and that's justified because if, you know yeah. it's a great time to be a Sabres, especially after all the pain that we went through mm-hmm. over the course of this season. You know that everybody thought they would be better, mm-hmm. and they were terrible. Mm-hmm. They were not fun to watch, and now we have that defenseman that we've been waiting for since Phil Housley left. Right, right. Got traded to Winnipeg. Now, I don't know if you saw this, but the, the Ottawa radio station that gave away Senator's Rasmus Dahlin jersey. Did you see this? I did not see this. So they gave it away. Someone won it and everything, and this was obviously before the lottery. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I might try and pull it up right here, but they have a picture of the person wearing the jersey, and it is embarrassing. Here it is, actually. This man... Ooh, it's a Centennial class. It's jersey. Centennial, which... To go off off traffic off uh, topic here, I think that's a hint that they're switching to those next season. Yes, please. Yeah, because they also made that their center ice logo. Yes, they did. Yes, Remember and the Sabers did that. And almost all yes, that are uh, 20, uh, 2010 yeah. in the playoffs. And also, all their promotion is pretty much centered around the the Barber Pole O logo. Mm-hmm. But embarrassing there, just adding to the joke of a franchise. Quite frankly, that the Senators have become. Yeah, Eugene. In just one year time, solid yeah. team, Eugene. Mm-hmm. Eugene, I can't believe it. I still just cannot believe it. Because, like, I mentally prepared myself that we weren't going to get him. I didn't even cross my mind all season that, hey, maybe this guy is going to be a Buffalo Sabre. Mm-hmm. And this is just great. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, What do you, do you want to keep talking about Darlene, or should we move on to Rhett, uh, Lawrence Pilot? Pilot? We can move on to him. I'd like to get into some playoff talk if we, we have time. We have about half hour more perhaps okay so the Sabres are expected to sign uh defenseman hv 71 defenseman lawrence pilot 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 yeah yeah something like that and uh you know it's another good sign it's a no risk move similar to when they brought in victor antipin last year mm-hmm. and you know it's something to get excited about he's 22 years old and yeah, there he is right there. Oh, yeah. 22 years old. I believe he led the the SHL in points by a defenseman, too. I think mm-hmm. he had 30. I'm looking him up right now. Now, this goes along with the signing of Victor Olofsson, which we did not touch on. Yes, I, I forgot a about huge, that. A huge, huge acquisition there, Victor Olofsson. And of, of a, a Swedish a Swedish flavor to this team. This The Sabres have become a... Uh, uh, Swedish cuisine it's of just sorts. Americans in Sweden. In yeah, Swedes, yeah. Really. So, uh, how about how Swede it is? That's how that's sweet, the, that's the title. Swede that's the title right there. We're thinking about how sweet it is. But Swedish American is that so? It says right yes, there. Yes, yeah. That would explain the Lawrence part of mm-hmm. his name. Perhaps. Born, no, born in Sweden. Looks like hmm. military yeah. family. Perhaps? Could be. Hmm. I don't know. But he's twenty-two years old, five eleven, left-handed shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, about 180 pounds. Looks to be a happy kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, he's fast skater. I haven't really seen much of him yeah. besides highlights. Pretty good shot to help on the power play. I don't know if he's going to be in the NHL right away. He probably goes to Rochester. But mm-hmm. Warren A for HV71 this year. 52 games played, 8 goals, 30 assists, 38 points. Tell you what, it's another guy for the, the Sabres Twitter women to swoon over. Oh, yeah. I'll say that. <laughs> another Swede. And uh, it looks like, I think, yeah, he's going to play for Team Sweden at the World Championships as well. Mm-hmm. So that's good. You'll join Johan Larsson. Yeah. Team Sweden. Good luck, Sweden. That's all I can say to you. Now, 
Another, uh, if I may stay on the world championships real quick. Casey Middlestad had previously said he was going to the world championships, mm-hmm. yet then, uh, he was not listed on the roster. Groin injury. He a, a groin, groin injury. He will not be playing, which is unfortunate. That's but, unfortunate indeed. You know, it's just the world championships. It's okay. Now, so Ivan... that makes O'Reilly, Larson, and Pilot the only players that are going to be playing for Team Sweden. So Jack is not going then? Nope. Is Austin Matthews going? No, he's not. Okay. I think he's injured. That's just my guess, though. Leonard's not going. Reinhardt's not going because he doesn't have a contract. Ristolainen decide not to go because of a lingering injury, I believe. Mm -hmm. But that's it, I think, yeah. So is Reinhardt's decision more so to protect himself? Yeah, contract protection. Right. We'll we'll get him settled. That's... And Pilot, he won SHL most points by defenseman. I believe he was nominated for best defenseman overall to the Borier-Salming Award, I think it's called. And he had the most assists by a defenseman as well. And mm-hmm. he's only 22 years old, too. So, you know. Well, who had the Stefan Liv award? Mm. Who was that? Did, uh, was that? I think it was Stefan. But someone that we were linked to, I thought. I'm not sure. Won that. Okay. Okay. Maybe Olofsson. Who knows? Perhaps. Uh, Olofsson did sign his two-year entry-level deal, too. So that's good. You, you become a free agent on June 1st, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he led the SHL in goals this year, too, which, you know, we need goal-scoring wingers, and Olsen brings that to the table. He's probably going to be in Rochester to start, at least. You know what, for some reason, I was thinking it's it's Elias Patterson who won that. Yeah, my, my, mind, my mind just went to him, but when we were, we were on the topic of uh, Swedish awards anyhow. but <clears throat> Elias Patterson is a fantastic prospect, though. I'm... Canucks fans deserve to be very excited about him. Mm-hmm. As a teenager leading the SHL in points, that's phenomenal. You know what's a shame, too? The first overall pick never wins the Calder just because the guy who wins it is always someone who's developed older. and older. Mm-hmm. Elias Patterson's probably going to win it next year and not Dallin, in my opinion. Or just Middlestack could be potentially. Middlestack could too. be in it, but it's a shame that Dallin, I mean, all odds are that he's not going to win the trophy just because. McDavid didn't even win it. Yeah, so. McDavid should have won it, even regardless of his injury. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, at the same time, you never know. I, I don't want to say that because, you know, history of the award. I but. think Dowland has a legit chance to win the Calder next year, especially if he gets a lot of minutes, probably even playing versus the line in two. But back to Olofsson, 50 games played, 27 goals, 16 assists, 43 points. Led the league in goals during the regular season. Playoffs, six games, four points. Not bad. And even played a few international games for Sweden as well. Didn't register any points, though. Uh, Did he win any awards? Olsen, of course, seventh-round pick, too, which was a nice find by uh, the scouting staff in 2014. Yeah. This year, SHL most goals and most power play goals. 14 power play goals, too. So, you know, probably going to Rochester next year. I expect him to have a good year. And then maybe he gets a call up, comes up midseason if he's playing well, and then maybe he earns a spot out of camp in mm-hmm. 2019. Mm-hmm. Well, the Rochester Americans. Oh, now. yeah, that's true. They got swept. swept. Allmark did not play well by all reports. Nylander, Nylander played he had, like, well, two shots poorly. on goal, I think, yeah. in the whole series. And Brennan Gooley apparently struggled, too. Casey Nelson was hurt. Justin Bailey was sent to the hospital in Game 3, I want to say. 
So it's not good, but you know, don't let three game, three bad games from a few guys uh, ruin your confidence in these guys going forward. I, I still think Brendan Gooley is going to be a good defenseman in the NHL someday. Mm-hmm. Allmark is going to be here next year, and hopefully he plays well. Still to be determined if Leonard will be here, but you know, mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. What are you gonna do? I mean, it, it props them for actually getting in. Yeah, they got in for the first time since what 2013. Yeah, 2014. Yeah. Were they swept then too? Yeah, they got swept yeah, by the so. Marlies. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know they made steps this year. Yeah, and you know Murray tried his best to get that team to being a playoff team, but like. Again, none of his moves worked out, and surprisingly, that didn't register me with me as a red flag, because like mm-hmm. if you can't turn yeah. an AHL team into a competitive team for three years, what makes you think you're going to be able to do it in the NHL? Mm-hmm. You know. But yeah, there's optimism. For once in a very long time, there is optimism mm-hmm. in this room. Well, yep. yeah, the last time there was optimism, but probably after the home opener. Yeah, I have I have hope for the future again. My my outlook is not nearly as negative as it was previously for next season. Mm-hmm. Now I can't wait. Now I think we could possibly do something, make some waves. Again, I'm not saying it's gonna be turned around. No, it's pro- we're probably praying for an 80 point season. Yeah, so yeah, I'm thinking. Show eight, me there's progress. Let's do 84 points. Give me show 84 me points. Progress. Give me hope. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. I want 84 points. Give me some meaningful games in February and March for once. Mm-hmm. Of course, it'll be nice to go 500 for once, but... Oh, yeah. That's true, because they haven't been 500 since maybe the Grigorenko draft. Because that would require 95 points or so, and that's not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you want to talk about the playoffs for a little of bit? Of course I do. Okay. The first round wrapped up. The Now, I, I want to start touching on this. The Washington Capitals. I have never seen... A team just so bad against another team. Flawed playoff just, system. It's, I mean, but flawed playoff system. That's right. I have begun thinking about that as well since these two face each Nashville other again. Nashville and Winnipeg should not be facing each other. They right should now. not. Absolutely not. But it is, I'll touch on that in a bit. That is phenomenal hockey. But the Washington Capitals, by all intents and purposes, should be up 2 nothing right now. And they go and blow a three, a two nothing third period lead over the Penguins in a matter of six minutes in Game One. I, I, what, what could it be, except for the Penguins just absolutely being in the Capitals' head? It's like they have mind control on them. They're under the spell. I don't know. But luckily for the Capitals, are just that good. Penguins are that good. They are. That is a deep hockey team. And. Luckily for the Capitals, Braden Holpe's back to form. He's been outstanding in the playoffs since he came mm-hmm. in. Moving on to Tampa Bay. I think they were exposed in Game 1. I think Boston is going to win in 5 now. Boston's tonight. a really good team. Boston is such a good They're team. They're deep. They're, they got young talent. Their mm-hmm. veterans are good. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, look at Zdeno Chara. Yep. He's been, even at 40 years old, he's still playing. He's playing elite well. hockey. Yeah. He is. He didn't have a very the best good game he's been seven. in a in a very long time yeah. too, probably he, since the I don't know best he's been in about three four years. Just signed a new contract too, yeah, to signed extension. extension. Now he didn't have a very good seven uh, game seven that is, but I mean the rest of your team picks up the slack and scores four unanswered and dominates zone time yeah. in the third period. And David Pasternak. David Pasternak. How do we go over our 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 
at the moment, Conn Smythe winners. Oh, I if, think it's David Pasternak. Pasternak for sure. I think for the Lightning or for the Bruins, Pasternak. For the Jets, Hellebuck or Shifley. They've mm-hmm. they've been outstanding. Yeah. For the Predators, I don't think I have one for the Predators. Actually, yeah, I, don't, I don't think I, I can't I don't think, think of I've anyone off the top of my head for the Predators just yet. For the Penguins, Crosby, Crosby, or Gensel, one of those. Oh guys. yeah, one of them. Gensel's It'll probably be. No, I wouldn't be surprised if it's, if it's Gensel. Yeah, you probably should have gotten it last year. The scary or Mark Andre Fleury is another one. Oh yeah, Mark Andre Fleury is a guy for Vegas. He is a wall. One hundred percent. How about and especially considering all of the crap he got in Pittsburgh mm-hmm. for being a choker. And there were a few out. years there where he pretty much single-handedly lost series mm-hmm. to them. The 2012 against the Flyers. Yeah. They had to play in Thomas Vokun, I think. That was a bad series for Fleury. And they almost choked against Columbus, too, when he was there. Yeah, the first time they played. Mm-hmm. Now, did you see the double overtime between San Jose and Vegas? Uh, yes, I, I caught the game. I caught it. Uh... I caught the overtime. Yes. Did you catch the the, the offside, the goal, oh, it was the, the goal interference. interference? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what what do you what do you think of that? Uh, I really didn't get to see it carefully. I, I was seeing, mm-hmm. I saw it get under review. Yeah. And uh, you know, I really want the Sharks to win, so yeah. I don't care. I think it. I get want Sharks to win too. Pick. Get that first round pick. I thought it was a goal because if you're if you are Martin Jones. Are you really purposely sliding out of the crease in overtime? No. To risk, just to say, oh, maybe they'll overturn this goal. You're trying to stop the puck. His arm got run into, and he was dragged out of the crease. It's simple as that. Mm -hmm. And if the Vegas fans don't like that and want to throw stuff on the ice, then then give them another few years of watching hockey so they can get used to this stuff. Yeah. But it, it, it it was a good call, in my opinion. Just imagine the Sharks going to Game 7, double overtime in the Stanley Cup Final, and they lose, and then Kane just decides, yeah, I don't want to sign here. Yeah, That would be the most soul-crushing thing of all time. Kane was suspended for that game, yeah. too. He'll be back, too. He'll, so yep, yep. hopefully he carries the Sharks to success. Because I think the, Shark, I think the Sharks will come out of the series. That's my prediction. Mm-hmm. I think the Sharks will come out. They'll beat Vegas. And hopefully they can beat the Winnipeg Jets or the Sharks. And, you know, it's any one game in the final. Well, the series to San Jose. You win the game. Got momentum in the Shark Tank for game three. It's going to be a very good finish to this series. Back to Winnipeg-Nashville now. Whoever wins this series is winning the Cup. Yeah. They are that good. The hockey in that overtime was phenomenal. Just outrageous how good these two teams are. Now, as for Winnipeg's performance in that overtime, though, horrendous. They were dumping the puck the entire time. There was no urgency on offense. I think they are. I probably counted five shots. The Dan Bilesma. Yes, they played approach. the Dan. Yes, yes. I I can't believe Paul Maurice. Paul Maurice is not the kind of guy who who is going to accept this. He is going to rip into this team, and he's going to let them know that this was not good hockey. I think Dustin Bufflin was probably their best player in the overtime period. He was on the ice nonstop. But Connor Hellebuck just got fed to the wolves for the most part, put on an absolute island, stopped 40-something shots only to be beaten because of a two-on-one and a defensive mistake. So that series is going to go the distance, I believe. Going back to Winnipeg, going to be raucous atmosphere, but uh, that will wrap up the playoff talk. It's been a, a good playoff so far. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's get to some Sabres questions. You know, fans yeah. are excited about... Rasmus Dahlin, justifiably mm-hmm. so, and now 
loyal listener Chad asks, who would be your dream pick at 32? Because this pick, in my opinion, is the most important in the draft for Buffalo because Darlene doesn't count because he's a given. So if I were to say my dream pick, there's like three or four guys that I would really want. Again, just because they're going defense first pick doesn't mean they should go forward, and it doesn't mean they won't go defenseman second. I think they'll pick the best player on the board. Uh, Johnny Tyconic, I always like to pump his tires. He could be there. You know, maybe a guy like Jack McBain, who had a disappointing year in the OJHL, played for the Toronto Junior Canadians. He's supposed to go to Boston College next year. He's pretty good. Uh, And then you got Jake Wise, who was supposed to be like a top five pick this year, but he had injury problems, but really turned it on down the stretch for the development team. Had a good under-18 World Junior Championship, too. Yeah. And then you got... Kalen Addison, Lethbridge Hurricanes defenseman, who has he's a kind of an undersized guy, but he's a really good offensive-minded defenseman. And then I don't know, is Jared McIsaac going to be there? Probably not, but I think he's probably one of the more well-rounded defensemen in the draft. I would really like to see Buffalo snag him if possible at that position. Mm-hmm. And then you got Bo Grew. Again, yeah. probably not going to be a top six forward, but I see him as a really good third line center. Mm-hmm. Ooh, who else? Mm, yeah, that's about it. I mean, Dominic Bach is a pretty good centerman too. Played very well in the super elite in Sweden. German born forward, he would be a good fit. Mm-hmm. Who else? I mean, Vitali Kratsov. He played for yeah. He played in the KHL kind of quiet during the regular season but really turned it on in the playoffs I wouldn't mind seeing him there but I think after that performance in the playoffs he's a surefire now teens he's supposed he should go in the teens for sure those are just some guys that I think would be options for Buffalo at 32 and then Sam asks does drafting Dalene mean the likelihood of Bristoline being traded is higher lower or remains the same I'd say it remains the same I think that like all the other defense, all the other players not named Eichel, Dalene, or Mills that are still available. If a team knocks Bottrell's socks off, I think that they will pull the trigger on a trade, but I don't think they're going to give him away by any means because mm-hmm. if you trade Ristolainen, that just opens up another hole in your top four. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, your top four looks pretty decent. You know, Dalene, Ristolainen, Scandella, Bogosian, McCabe, and Gooley. That's pretty good top six and mm-hmm. don't forget about Casey Nelson too those are seven NHL defensemen yeah uh, Alex asks any big offseason moves to expect uh, maybe O'Reilly but you know I maybe John Carlson wants to come here to play with Darlene you never know yeah. you know adding guy like Darlene you got Eichel and Darlene now you, that's that's something that free agents want want Mm-hmm. When they're looking for a team to come to, who am I going to be playing with? So that's always possible. Uh, Nick asks, with the addition of Darlene and Pilot, can you give early prediction of our defensive core at the start of the season? So uh, my guess would be Ristolainen and Darlene. I don't think Pilot is going to make the team out of camp, but he'll probably get some games. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to wrap up here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, overall, an exciting week 
for Buffalo Sports. Lots of hope for the future. Lots of hope. More mm-hmm. more hope than ever before, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably after the tank. Yeah. After the tank, there's a whole lot of hope, but hope has been restored. Yes, so yes, it has. That's going to do that for this episode of the Charging Buffalo Podcast. Go follow us on Twitter. I'm at JoeTCBNHL. You can find Luke on Twitter at LVKETCB. And you can follow Charging Buffalo on Twitter and Instagram at the Charging Buff. And we will have another podcast out for you in the coming weeks. You know, when some news breaks, we'll make sure to get an episode out for you guys. But, yeah, mm-hmm. the off season is upon us. Yep. And the draft is near. Yes. So we'll see you in the next one. See ya.